Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Woman podcast. Every two weeks, we'll post a podcast version of one of our free training videos, but you can access them now at beyondordinarywomen.org. This episode or series includes downloadable information on our website, beyondordinarywomen.org. Go to resources on the main menu and click on podcast slash video extras. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, this is Kelly Matthews, and with me I have Sharifa Stevens. Thank you for joining us on this Beyond Ordinary Women video. Today's topic is uh, leading towards racial reconciliation. Uh, Sharifa is a writer with a local ministry, and you can learn more about her on the bio that we have on our website. So we're going to jump right into this, and uh, today's this topic on this video, which is just one of three is called uh, white privilege. Uh, what is it and is it a problem? So I'll start. Please. Uh, yes. It, it's your privilege. Well, and I've learned so much through the research that I've done to prepare for this. Uh, white privilege, we tend to get defensive about it sometimes, especially if we love people of color and we have friends and we think, uh, I'm, you know, does this make me a racist? But really it is the, uh, innate sense of our society being built around white people advantage uh, because it was founded by Europeans and men and so that kind of society is just set up to advantage folks of the same color and background. Mm -hmm. uh, not a bad thing until people of different backgrounds come in and join and realize that they are therefore disadvantaged in certain ways. Mm -hmm. So this is the reality that we live with uh, in America today and we've seen so many issues come up uh, this year in particular, yeah. uh, that have really <laughs> brought it out, I think. So we thought we'd address that today. And what are some things as people in leadership, uh, women who are leading other women, how do we help the white women um, come to grips with this and, and understand it and acknowledge it? And then uh, people of color how do they interact? You know, so I just thought it'd be great to have a conversation with you about that. Yeah, and um, I will just start by saying I think that this is an extremely difficult topic to talk about. I think it's wonderful that um, we're using this venue and this ministry, and shout out to Kay Daigle for yes. wanting to do this. Um, I think it's difficult but necessary. Yeah. And, the, and, and I want to start there. The reason why we're talking about white privilege today isn't because white people should live in guilt or should live in shame or um, people of color have it in for white people and want them to pay for the sins of their forefathers. That's not our motivation. Our motivation is Christ. Yes. Our motivation is always Christ. And so I just... I want to put it out there at the very beginning that because we are in Christ, there is now, therefore, no, no condemnation. Right. So this is not a conversation about condemnation. And I'm looking at the camera because somebody is listening and I want you to know um, this is not about condemnation. This is about reconciliation. So we're talking about this um, because this is a part 
of our story of reconciliation specifically in America. Yes, right? yes, because different races, different issues in different countries, but the church in America needs to come to grip with it specifically in this context. Right, and it's been hard to do that. And, and I think it's been hard for us to do that as, as the American church for a couple of reasons. One, well, the legacy of separation and segregation in our country shows up really starkly in our churches, right? Two, I think part of white privilege um, is not so, it's not so much, well, I, I will always have money and I will never have trouble in America because of my whiteness. It's not so much of that. Part of what white privilege is, is the luxury of opting out of conversations like this. Yes, because if it doesn't affect us, we don't have to address it. Right. And so now you just recently gave me an illustration. I would love for you to share on this, okay? Okay. This green screen idea. Tell yeah. me about this. So my husband, who's white, had this illustration for privilege in general, but um, I think it applies specifically to white privilege in the American context. He says, you know, I'm white. I'm in my mid-30s. I'm a man. I'm heterosexual. The, you know, the, the, the country's my oyster, basically. And the systems that um, exist in America exist to benefit me because they were made for people and from by people who look like me. Mm -hmm. So if, if the systems in America are like a green screen, I'm like the guy who's wearing green. And when you wear green in front of a green screen, you don't see anything. Yeah, you disappear. You just, you just, you blend right in, right? So he's like, I'm blending right in. And so I don't need to be aware of the green screen in front of me. I just live my life. Now, if you deviate from any of these, uh, being heterosexual, being male, being white, um, being Christian, then you start to feel the ways that you stand out from the system. But not only do you stand out, but you realize there, there are ways where the system is not made to benefit you. Yeah, so you're much more aware of it. Yeah. So let me bring it into some like an actual example. Um, so I was you know, in Walmart or any store really, and I go down to the hair care aisle and I mean, I just need shampoo and stuff, but then I do notice there's this corner that, what's the word for it? The uh, ethnic. Ethnic care, I don't know. But you know, it's all for folks with hair like this. Yeah. I mean, and it's different, but there's just a very small corner and there are more people in the world who have hair like you than maybe you see proportionally on this aisle. And I have only recently, as I've been studying this issue, really become aware of stuff like that. But that's just a minor example. Right, but it's a minor example, but it's an everyday reminder, right? right? Yeah. Like ethnic hair care versus yeah. hair care. Right, what is, what is we're not labeled. Yeah, right. exactly, okay. Okay, so to kind of, we're not wrapping up yet, but we're getting there. How can we, as you know, a white people, um, reorient ourselves to this and I feel like there's a few things just becoming aware of the issue so as we lead women in our churches or in our ministries how we should um, we should at least help them talk about this issue and become aware of um, that this is an issue I think while well, you said the greens we were blending in so easily that we're not really thinking about it mm -hmm. um, then there's this in difference between a conscious bias because most people are going to say 
I'm not racist. And you're going to be able to say, no, you're not acting like it, but there's an unconscious bias that we're not aware of most of the time. Right, implicit bias yes. is what it's called. Yeah. To be more aware. That's like that's a step to forward. Mm -hmm. uh, and then having conversations. Uh, and I would say, as a white person, my job is more to listen than to speak to someone about what's going on. And let my friend of a different color, different race, tell me their story. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that those are some really specific, helpful ways to start being a reconciler. I agree, and I would also add mm -hmm. that um, part of our job, our privilege rather, as all of our privilege as, as reconcilers is to speak up for the voiceless. Yes. So there are venues where it, it behooves us to listen. There are also venues, and this is much more uncomfortable, where it behooves us to speak. Um, we're actually going to get to that in a future video. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to stay tuned specific. for that. So, uh, and that's, I think that's a good way to wrap up. You know, know, remember what white privilege is and that it does exist even if it personally isn't my problem. We need to realize that it is. It is, we are part of it and it is part of us and there are ways for us to reach out to our sisters of color. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Thank you, Sharifa. We're going to move Thank you, Kelly. to the next video here uh, where we're going to talk about why this matters so much. And we're going to go into the Bible. Excellent. I love it. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. You can find more podcasts and information about women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast was produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock, Kay Daigle, Kay Halligan, Deborah Herring, Sharifa Stevens, and John Sparks. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used by courtesy of Christine Miller.